Where are we going? Welcome to this exclusive podcast produced by Spirit Watch Ministries that will show where life in our darkening times is now turning and how you can avoid the detours of deception through the hope of biblical truth. The Lord Jesus in Matthew 24 warned us over two millennia ago and how urgently we need to heed him now. Our host is Pastor Rafael Martinez, a seasoned Northwest Indiana-based minister, intercessor, and counter-cult apologist who will help you discern the journey of change we're all on as the last day of the last days now winds down. For more information, check out our Facebook page and our website at spiritwatch.org. Now. Here's Pastor Raphael. Hello, I'm Pastor Raphael Martinez, a minister within the Church of God Cleveland Movement for well over 28 years and director of Spirit Watch Ministries. This is a discernment outreach that we've set up to those afflicted by abusive spirituality and what we believe is last day's deception at work in our world. We have entitled our podcast after what we think in light of the escalating tensions in our world is a question that all of us have grappled with and that is, where are we going? We're going to review current events in the light of scriptural truth and invite you to pull your Bible out or pull it out on your app and join us as we shed light for the next few moments upon the journey into darkness that we're all on. We shared last week a few verses from the scriptures that speak volumes into the present distress our times are under. And we want to briefly focus upon just one of them as well as a few more today as a necessary review. Unfortunately, as we have seen in the past week, The ongoing human tragedy in the seats of power in Washington has shocked our nation and our world and certainly is underscoring what we have been speaking about here. Thousands of people went beyond the protest over the 2020 presidential elections to storm the Capitol building while Congress was in session in what literally has become a coup, an insurrection aimed at bypassing our democracy by violence to retain President Trump in office. Those thousands represented the demands of millions in America who feel the election was stolen from them. We beheld our nation at war with itself, and it shook much of the world that condemned or celebrated at our expense what they saw. The prophet Daniel's interpretation of a dream that came to the pagan king Nebuchadnezzar almost 3,000 years ago foresaw this very thing. You can read about that in Daniel chapter 2 in the Old Testament. The king dreamed of an image of a man with feet made of iron and clay materials that were not clinging to one another. And in his interpretation, Daniel signified that the foundational weaknesses of the governments of men who are divided against one another will not stand, when people will not connect with each other and fail to rule and even live at peace with one another.
Daniel prophesied that the dream concerned the kingdoms of the earth in the last days, at the end of time. And this is precisely where our nation is now, as foretold in scriptural prophecy. We truly are seeing a reminder that the end of the world is at the door. Now, when you begin to speak about the end of the world, you often lose most of your audience. Nobody wants to hear more bad news, more disturbing tidings on a planet that's been bearing up the trouble it has so far. The concept hasn't had more bad press than in the past 20 years since the Y2K millennial hysteria has come and gone. Everyone pretty much wants to dismiss such talk as extremism cooked up by crackpots with an agenda. <laughs> and trust me, I get you on that. I've seen it all the past 43 years since I was confronted in 1979 with that thought that the end could come in my lifetime. And I reacted as most people did then and do so now with scorn and told disbelief in such fables uh, flaunted by extremists. Now, fast forward 43 years. Uh, folks, I'm not scornful anymore, and neither should you be as well. We can see that current events surely have got people asking that very question we've chosen to title our podcast with. We are seeing unprecedented instability in our country that no living person has beheld here in America, and is frankly disturbing to so many of us. We take all the live stream sports, therefore, and music and entertainment and personal and maybe even socially distanced thrill-seeking that we can to put it all behind us, to forget about it. But we can't outrun a rally forever that constantly intrudes into our present, that we are indeed going somewhere and that there's an end to it all that we're not at all certain we're going to like. The Lord Jesus Christ, when asked by his disciples about when the end of all things would occur, could have answered any one of the dozens of ways so many self-proclaimed seers today have done. In our information-saturated age, you can't turn anywhere and not be confronted by colorful, polished media mavens all shouting their opinions on the chaos of the world today. Everything is polished down to sound bites and compressed so thoroughly as to be neatly deliverable to your device, your morning paper, your email alert, your Facebook video. But the answer of Jesus about the sign of his coming and the end is even clearer than all of that. Take heed, he says, that no man deceive you. Now, if you're a God-fearing person and the Lordship of Jesus Christ means anything to you, and it's my hope that what Jesus says matters to you now in the deepest way. And if you aren't, then I hope you'll really consider what he's saying here now and see that all I'm trying to do is to help you see where we're going as a people and as a world. And, to, and we're simply trying to clearly explain what Jesus meant here. To take heed is to be careful, cautious, and critically thinking about something you see or hear or experience. And Jesus' discussion of the sign that reveal his coming begins with this very warning. Now what are we, as you may ask, supposed to be heeding, watching, checking out, therefore? Jesus answers that the first sign heralding his return is that there will be people coming into your life and into the world who will personally target you and others with smooth lies aimed at tricking and fooling you. Take heed that no man deceive you, he goes on to say. To deceive is planning to lie for a personal advantage over someone else. 
And to lie is to state that something known to be false is actually the truth. And Jesus is clearly sending a cautionary warning to us that there will be deceptive people all around seeking to mislead and trick others they seek advantage over. They have an agenda while they speak lies as they boldly claim to speak truth. Deception appears in its most shining and convincing of colors when it seems to affirm everything that we think is on target. And no lie is more dangerous and deceiving than the one that most closely resembles the truth. Now, let me say that again. If you catch anything else I say today, heed this. No lie is more dangerous and deceiving than the one that most closely resembles the truth. It's impossible to overstate this. Remember what we quoted of the church father Irenaeus last week. He said that the deceptive would appear more truer than the truth itself. Deception, therefore, appears in its most shining and convincing of colors when it seems to affirm everything we think is on target, when in fact it cleverly introduces you to an old falsehood painted up to be a new truth. That's what Jesus is speaking of here. Deception created by unprincipled people out to bewitch others with their lives will be the primary sign that his coming is at hand. So when the Lord Jesus warns us about deception, he's got us on a notice we can't ignore. The sign of the end of the world and of his coming is that you'll behold people out to fool everyone they can with deceptive words. You'll see them. They will value lies above all else to get a hearing from you in the hope that you'll join their revolution, their cause, their study group, their fellowship, their following. And this is not just talking about some cultic movement. This is a disturbing insight into where fallen human nature has taken our world. In every single area of human interaction, from politics to relationships, from third world phone scams to Super Bowl ad campaigns, truth is too often viewed as a luxury by too many who settle for no frills economy with maybe just a corner unrounded here and there. But deceptive people are literally everywhere wanting your attention. To lie is so much more convenient. I like the things that you hate And you hate the things that I The Bible speaks clearly about how deceptive people work. In 1 Timothy chapter 4, verses 1-2, through 2, Paul warns his young pastoral intern Timothy in the starkest of terms. Now the Spirit expressly says that in the latter times some will depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons, speaking lies and hypocrisy, 
having their own conscience seared with a hot iron. Paul again warns the Roman church in Romans chapter 16, verse 4, that they that are such serve not our Lord Jesus Christ, but their own belly, and by good words and fair speeches deceive the hearts of the simple. The prophet Jeremiah in the Old Testament book named after him in chapter 4 and verses 5 through 6 gives just as sobering a warning. Everyone, he writes, will deceive his neighbor and will not speak the truth. They have taught their tongue to speak lies. They weary themselves to commit iniquity. They knock themselves out to do so. Your dwelling place is in the midst of deceit through deceit the scripture says, they refuse to know me. Now, I could go on with more scripture on this very point, but I'll leave off with one final biblical insight into last day's deception that the apostle Peter gives in Second Peter chapter 2, verses 1 through 2. But there were also false prophets among the people, even as there will be false teachers among you. Notice, this is a present tense warning. There will be, he says, false teachers among you. He goes on to say, they will secretly bring in destructive heresies or teachings that divide. He goes on to say, even denying the Lord who bought them and bring on themselves swift destruction. And many will follow their destructive ways because of whom the way of truth will be blasphemed. By covetousness or by greed, as the word means, they will exploit you with deceptive words. For a long time their judgment has not been idle and their, their destruction does not slumber. You've seen this all around you. Even if you haven't been particularly observant, there's no way you cannot have heard truth claims pushed by so many everywhere you go. The battle for an audience to someone's truth fills your days, your popular reading, your watching, your listening, your social and public and private life heralds of all these new truths and not so old ones and heralds of this hidden knowledge are ever boldly looking for you wanting your ear and let's take this the next step what do you actually believe in what do you actually stand for does your belief square with the actual reality of the times or do you live unto yourself gathering bits of claimed truth here and there like you're in some sort of spiritual buffet sheltered from the storm by your social distance and your internet browsers. Above all, is what you stand on going to last when the next wave of storm fronts, which surely are coming, are going to come into your life. Don't be a passive sponge with your mind and heart and spirit rarely swallowing what someone's going to tell you that actually is blasphemous, divisive, and destructive. Don't be one of those that simply take what you hear as gospel truth. And don't live in that place where the secret lie becomes a world premiere public event in your life as you embrace and live by what it demands of you. Take heed, as Jesus says, that no man deceive you. Thanks for listening today as we explore just where are we going. Our prayer is that you have been encouraged and strengthened and if necessary, challenged in your daily journey through life. Jesus is coming. You can fall with the night or you can rise with the sun. The choice is yours. You can email us with questions and comments at feedback at spiritwatch.org. And if you need urgent personal spiritual help, email us at help at spiritwatch.org. 
We look forward to hearing from you. Please follow our podcasting at our Facebook page and our website at spiritwatch.org. This podcast is a production of Spirit Watch Ministries, taking heed that no man deceives you. Solo Dia Gloria.